and welcome to the Henshin Infinity Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Shin Kamen Rider. And my co-host today, first up, John. Yoi. Next up, we've got Scott. Miyama. <laughs> Next, we've got, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Elisa. Nin Keisuke. And finally, Nexus Kiryu. <laughs> All right. So, I probably butchered about half of that. Anyways, we will continue. And today, are you all ready to talk about Shin Kamen Rider? Yes. I'm all ready to talk about the Barbie movie, honestly. That, that would be awesome a Heimer. separate podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Great, now I've got the song Barbie Girl stuck in my head. You're welcome. <laughs> right? Let's go party. <laughs> Isn't it always... A a party with Toku? Oh, always. Yeah. <laughs> Until somebody dies, and then it's just sad. <laughs> no, the party that, starts no, afterwards. No. It can still be a party. Sometimes it's Christmas. <laughs> oh, right. God. I was thinking Kamen Rider Laser myself when Scott said that's that. What, well, that's what I was thinking, too. And now it's I've got Pop. It's the now one that started the trend. Now I've got Poppy dancing st- stuck in my head. Cool Barbie girl? <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, it's Caramel Dancing. <laughs> Come on, Poppy, let's go party. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so if we get a copyright strike, you know why. The one time my inability for, to sing on key is going to help us. <laughs> awesome. We're, we're, we're a pretty new group. Some of us haven't podcasted together together yet so it's a good way for us to break the ice um by singing barbie girl yeah (laughs) for everybody (laughs) all right this is a wonderful first podcast experience (laughs) it is i'm glad Mm. i I totally (laughs) messed up your name didn't i oh no you actually did get it right it is elisa oh okay awesome you got my (laughs) name my last name wrong how dare you okay I knew I should have just stuck with the Nexus part. Yeah, that's why I said. That's why I was like, eh, if you don't know Japanese, it's probably better to just get <laughs> the first name. He has some trouble pronouncing Kyoryuger, so, like... Yeah. Well, in fairness, didn't everybody? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> let's, start with, let's start with the opening, which, for me, I haven't felt well, so I couldn't watch the first... The first parts of it because it was really flashy and movie and uh, moving, and I've had like really bad headaches. So like all of that was not like the perfect thing to just jump into. So anybody else want to start with the beginning? Well, actually, I feel like that's not a bad place to start at all. Talking about how jumpy everything was, because I know one of the things that you and I in particular have talked about is. The, well, we'll get a little bit more into it as we go on, I'm sure, but the structure of the movie, it almost felt like two different movies in terms of the directing. The first half felt very different than the second half, and the jumpiness and the unnecessarily weird camera angles and things like that were part of what really felt off about that first half. <clears throat> but if you knew yeah. the director because of Evangelion and Shin Godzilla, as well as Shin Ultraman, it, it all fits. It all makes sense how that all went down. <sighs> It, it, felt, it felt a little over the top to my taste, honestly. I, I, I remember watching Shin, Shin Godzilla, and I don't remember the... Um, and I'm just speaking about, like, the really quick cuts. I don't really remember mm-hmm. quick that many quick cuts in 
in in Shin uh, Godzilla, but the other movies you mentioned I haven't seen. So, well, um, Shin Ultraman, there's definitely a lot of weird cuts, a lot of weird angles, and all that. Yeah, ah, that's good to know. I plan on watching it. <laughs> I don't think there's as much like shakiness. Like I know there was a bit of like shakiness during some of the beginning motorcycle scenes and like the chase scenes. Yeah, and but yeah. I in Shin Ultraman, but it does. I think they were just trying to go for some of the. He was trying to go for some of more of the Showa era st- stuff in certain parts. There's not not that not all the time, but there was sometimes stuff like that. Yeah, I yeah. Like Showa era Tokyo is very experimental with a lot of its camera angles, so you could definitely know, see that. I know one of the things that I noticed, and this is coming from the standpoint of being a photographer, because I I am a photographer. I noticed a lot of really odd overuse of fisheye lenses and Dutch angles and things like that, which it's very, very easy to overuse those kinds of elements. But it makes it unique as well, because the director has been on a couple of interviews and stated that the early episodes of the original Kamen Rider series was some of his favorites, and he wanted to try to capture that same essence, that same weird magic that brought it to life back then. That makes sense, given that it's essentially a remake of the first couple common writers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, and like I said, outside, well, and outside of the, the just some of those cuts, in my opinion, just as somebody who has had experienced headaches and dizziness, it was weird for me. But other than that, I did enjoy the fighting. I, I, I really enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed the initial setup and and just how how things went down. Like, I only knew, you know, I, I haven't watched the original, but, you know, I know the story of it. So it was really fun to see how it went. And pacing-wise, I thought as a movie as a whole it was good. But I also could see that this felt like there were about maybe six 20-minute-ish episodes. That was like uh, Shin Ultraman to me. Um, that felt like, I think just the style he was going for was that there were, it was like kind of multiple episodes together formed into a movie yeah you could definitely see where they were trying to sew episodes together at least structurally speaking and that's not an unusual format from my experience for um japanese movies based on older japanese television shows that's that's a pretty kind of standard format that they do with that kind of thing when they're trying to adapt an entire show storyline into a into a single movie. I liked it, honestly. Like, I, I could have, like, it, it does break it down and pretty easy, and, and it does help me. I mean, I, I, I'm a bigger fan of TV shows than I am movies lately, but that might have been why I really, I, I liked it for, for what mm-hmm. it did, because I can just think back to, oh, there was the spider part, the bat part, and and so on. Scorpion. And, yeah, so, yeah, when they really, they really flex to make sure that the spider, the bat, and the, uh, the, the, the wasp out in there because those are three of the most iconic um og rider villains yeah i really so i was curious why they went that route with those yeah others got got smaller bits yeah the the scorpion one oh yeah Yeah, i would have liked to have seen more at the scorpion i don't know why they did that story-wise i get it but yeah they could have just kind of set it off screen then really give give us that to to meanwhile meanwhile I think they completely off-screens the Cobra entirely, and that's the one that in the original show got two episodes, I believe. Yeah. In, oh, wow. I, I yeah, think, the co- a small movie, actually. A small, like, uh, release where it was all the villains with the Cobra one. I could be wrong, though. 
Because I believe the cobras who uh, think uh, Ichimanji gets tasked with uh, getting sent to fight at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, hopefully there's plans for a sequel. <laughs> I, <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> I would not mind. I would not mind one bit. I I I I am sad that um, you know the the one the hornet won't be back. I I thought she was one of the best parts of the movie. Oh, she was amazing. She was. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's uh, some of the the directing stuff we talked about earlier. That's right about where in the movie the directing style seemed to change for the better, at least in my opinion. Like everything from there on forward is just really strongly shot. I will say I did enjoy the second half of the movie a little bit more, even though I did like the spider spider guy. Mm-hmm. And well, they had to change their names because in Japan, like they were the first two villains were Spider Man and Batman. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> and back then there was no copy, no real big copyright power, so they had to go with it. And it, it, at the same time, even the um, even the uh, Seven Seas release of the original Kamen Rider manga swaps the uh, Spider Man and Bat name, Man names around to uh, Man Spider and Man Bat. And Man Bat's a DC character, and Man Spider did have yeah. a couple cameos in Marvel comics. Yeah. Hey, on, remember uh, Mar- Oh, go for it. Mar- Marvel and Toei, especially right around that time period have a pretty close association too. Like I, I don't know the exact years and it's more of an association with a uh, super Sentai, but Marvel and Toei had some pretty, a close, pretty close associations back then. Yeah. I was going to say, we also had, uh, we also had DC's Ultraman who, um, Oh yeah. Who's the, <laughs> yeah. Evil, super, who's the evil Superman of the ultra verse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, they they definitely. I mean, we're 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 in a time without the internet back then, so it was probably not. You know, Batman might have been the only thing that really connected because of the whole World War Two comic books going overseas and stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. But other than that, like I can see why there was you know there's a a gap between that knowledge and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like Spider Guy is fun. <laughs> yeah, he he he, he 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 was amazing. I. Amazing. I, I was the, the amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> I thought he was oh, no, spectacular. No, no. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was ultimate. <laughs> I, th- I, I, I think he was just friendly neighborhood. Uh, I don't know if killing people's friendly neighborhood. <laughs> Depends on the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will say that uh, them going with the augmentation type of names for the monsters and all that... That's that's a very unique way to go with the modern retelling of it instead of just regular cyborgs. They're augmentations. Yeah, I like that actually. Yeah, because I, I, I always I always I was thinking like in the movie I'm just like you know I know there's I know common writer is a cyborg and that they're all like the same power set so they'd all be cyborgs. I'm like I really like how they went with like augmented and they're 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 a hybrid. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's, it's more it's more unique than just calling them a cyborg. Right. Plus, it, it lets them decide if they want to mess with the robot aspect of a cyborg or if they want to make them entirely organic. You know. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> Plus, um, that whole but- era of all where cyborgs were all the hot rage and all that back in those days. That's all long gone now. No one really cares that, that much about cyborgs. That's true. It's kind of a passe trend. 
right? Because I mean, we care. got AI stuff nowadays, and you know the technology is advanced and zero one predictable future. Yeah, though we did get AI but, um, in this mo- in in this movie with K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, if, they, if they wanted to make them on trend, just make them furries. I mean, when <laughs> I when mean that, that kind of that is that, what they are. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're all contained furries. Yeah, that's how we're marketing it, guys. That's the new thing. Shin Kamen Rider is furry bait. Ooh, will Rider kick. No, I need to draw that. <laughs> uh, as for me, I actually saw a leaked. Uh, I don't know if it was leaked or if it was like you know properly like teased by Toei and all that. But I already saw a little bit of that first opening. I thought that'd be like a little bit later. I did not realize that was gonna be like the first like couple minutes of the whole thing. So I pretty much semi spoiled myself with that. But I was like, mm-hmm. eh, it's fine. In the opening, just with the, with the violence and all, I thought it was a Mortal Kombat movie almost. <laughs> I, it, it was very jarring. I felt like I needed to take a step back, but I was in a seat in a movie theater just kind of holding my arms out, being like, whoa, man, I don't <laughs> need to see this first person point of view without getting hit. <laughs> that was something <laughs> I've seen a lot of re- people talking and reacting about and online and on YouTube where they were just like, holy fuck, there's blood. And I, one of my friends made it the point of it makes sense with this type of augmentation and all that. Mm-hmm. If they just hit someone regularly, they would definitely go splat like that. Oh no, but absolutely. There really, there really were only two aspects of the violence that bothered me. One of them was the blood, and it wasn't even the amount. It was that it was that it looked like Kool Aid. Um, I mean, Japan, Hollywood, not really the same. Yeah. The other one that bothered me, and I'm sure we'll talk about this more a little bit later, uh, I'm just going to say, you'll know what I'm referring to, the leg. <laughs> oh! Uh, that that was yeah. cringe. As someone who yeah. had a... I, I, I'm, not, I'm not good with body horror, and I was not happy with that. Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of got myself through the leg scene by just thinking he's wearing the boot backwards. That's all he's doing, is he's wearing the boot backwards right now. Because how else would you have done that to that actor's leg? He's wearing the boot backwards. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it it was obviously CG. It was obviously that. Oh, I figured it was probably just a dummy. Yeah. I I could see it being like a dummy half or like maybe some green screen and a, you know, like a prosthetic or something like that. Yeah, it was a little, it looked a little too natural for CG. Like a dummy or or, uh, a prosthetic. Yeah, I could see either of those. Yeah. Ironically, I I was actually, yeah. Uh, ironically, I heard that the actor actually did break his leg and during the filming of the movie. Ironically, uh, well, and this he's is not following in uh, Fujioka's oh. footsteps. Yeah. Really, his foot, his footsteps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. I I said it was. I, see, I didn't care seeing it on screen, but I'm like, I'm so. I was like, I can't believe they did it, but I love that they did it. Yeah. I don't love looking at it though. <laughs> yeah, no. as someone who had a knee injury about Same. three years back, I I no felt that pain quickly. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I, I I twisted my ankle years ago, and so like I just oh, it brought back my memories. I actually hurt my leg really bad about a year and a half ago, falling off a ladder. Um, huh. 
Yeah, so, for me. I I uh, I leaned over my bed and I heard a pop, and then I had to get an MRI because I couldn't walk. Uh, mine was so I pretty much had the worst one. I had a full on dislocation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I just I'm just old. Uh, <laughs> we all. I'm just I, I I'm just tussling with the fact that I'm aging now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A- aging sucks. Yeah. I remember. I remember back in, and this is the worst part, is I remember back in high school, well, me and John did some uh, Dragon Ball Z fighting back in the day when we were young and foolish, oh. um, and and he kicked me in the back, and then a few days later, I couldn't walk, like, I couldn't stand straight, I had to go, I, I had to, go to the chiropractor. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Don't be into Dragon Ball Z when you're young, kids. You know, you know Dragon Ball Z uh, fighting brings me back onto topic of Shin Kamen Rider. <laughs> Because uh, one of the things that I that just bothered me fight scene wise was the the mid air fight <laughs> oh, between yeah. uh, Hongo and Ichimanji. Just something about that like just put me off. And it's maybe the speed or just how robotically fast they were moving. Like just it, something about it. it was like, where are your frames? <laughs> it was very Dragon Ball. It very much felt like Dragon Ball. <laughs> And, and that just reminds me of an image that I saw where someone combined, like, all the Shin movies in one, like, you have Shin Ultraman fighting against that, the alien bad of that. There's Godzilla in the background. There's Evangelion in the background as well. Then there's Shin Kamara just fighting between all that. It was just a really weird but fun image. Because <laughs> it was, they were all in oil rigs. They were all in that oil rig area. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Tokusatsu reuse a set. Never. No way. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, a lot of a lot of Showa uh, Tokusatsu does put them in like uh, oil refineries and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, that's so, so that's, that's a that's a very blatant reference uh, to where they used to actually stage those fights or design their sets to look like. That's probably because that's the one location they had the license to shoot on back then. <laughs> um, apparently, a massive chunk of uh, Japan's oil was kept in Tokyo. That doesn't that's surprise why. me. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's actually that's actually why. <laughs> At least it wasn't a rock quarry, right? <laughs> that would have been classic. <laughs> that would have really been classic. Theater. What was that? I still love that outdoor theater. The outdoor theater is probably the most jarring recurring set piece <laughs> because it's just so random. But like, it there's is. definitely an era of Super Sentai where it's in every fucking season at least once. Yep. <laughs> I know it was in like Jew Ranger. I know it's in some of the older ones. I know it's in Common Rider Ghost. I remember it just from like all these different seasons. I, I remember it from Ghostsager, Shinkenger, Gokaiser, Go Busters. <laughs> and people say Power Rangers are lazy. <laughs> oh, it even popped up it even popped up in Hurricaneger. Like it was a major plot point in Hurricaneger. <laughs> so <clears throat> since we were on the topic of the broken leg, what did we all think of um Common Rider uh, Nigo? Oh, he was I- perfect. He he was he was my favorite I, part of the he movie. Was I, was, I was gonna say I want a movie about him. First of yeah, all, I do too. First of all, his acting is stronger than than Ichigo's actor was. I mean, Ichigo wasn't bad, but Nigo was was part of oh, the yeah. pun strong, was part of the pun stronger. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, like he 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 was still you know quote unquote brainwashed, but it still felt like he could still act on his own. He just mm-hmm. couldn't defy it. Yeah, he also he also lacked the mullet coming out the back of the helmet. <laughs> Loss of two points right there, Minos opinion. I mean the the original the original Ichimanji actually never had the hair. Uh, sticking out from the back of his helmet, yeah. so it, it made sense that it wasn't incorporated into the design because it is kind of how he looked when he showed up in the original show. Yeah, yeah. He needs to um. Be, there needs to be a second one so he can wear the ca- the cowboy hat in the southern outfit that he that- the cowboy hat in the southern <laughs> outfit. Uh, actually, if they go the route that they were going with how that movie ended, he'd probably end up in the outfit that he uh, he has when he first appears in the original show. Yeah. <laughs> Who's to say he probably isn't when he's riding the bike? <laughs> <laughs> we need him in the cowboy hat. He he does need to be in the cowboy hat. It's an iconic look. I, I will say I, I did love the uh, I love the I did love the final like whole fight sequence with the not just the 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 the, the final guy but the um in the tunnel. I I, li- I really like the that, tunnel. That fight. was that was definitely the highlight. That was definitely yeah. the highlight of the entire movie, in my boss' opinion. Yeah, that, that, it was yeah, probably, that, probably the biggest set piece. I, I did like the I did like the fight with the final guy, though. Yeah, I did too. Those those were those were the, my two favorites. The final. I tend I, I tend to like those more slow paced fights, the more methodical ones. The fight with um, <laughs> Common Rider Rago, um, he is brand new. He, that was brand new to the movie. That was. Like, yeah, that wasn't anything from the show era or the manga. Yeah, he's entirely new as like a character, but he's supposed to be like the stand in for the great leader. Uh, I I would also argue somewhat of a stand in in V for V3 because of the double typhoon belt. (laughs) Um, but that's like the only that's like the only thing I represent that with. Everything else is definitely new since he's you know a monarch butterfly. Yeah, that's. That's that's probably more of a stretch just for saying he's got two fans on his belt. Um, he's closer to Inazuman if he were a writer. Yeah, mm. yeah, he actually is. And they did reference like the 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 robot detective with K, so they probably were yes. referencing Inazuman. And there was a there was a with I think I or J I believe there was a a, a Kikaider reference with the the shape of the the mask. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I saw that as well. The only thing I will say, one thing that bothered me about that final thing, I I was a little surprised that um that Ichigo died, and it's not that that was the problem. They, that they had the, they had those two bikes. In the scene, and I was waiting for both of them to ride off with the bu- <laughs> with those bikes, and I felt like that. I'm like, why are the bikes even in these scenes? <laughs> for toy sales, of course. Are they making toys of those? Bikes? Yes, yes, they're yeah. Toys. There's, there's figure arts of the motorcycles. Mm-hmm. There's already a announced CSN version of both of the of all the belts and all that as well. And they have the so oh, yeah. figures of the riders and the bikes, too. Are, are you kidding? Common Rider not milk the figures to death? That would be blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they had... No, I mean the other bikes that they had. Like, the the uh, the new Common Rider, he had, like, two different bikes. That Those are the bikes I'm talking about. 
Do you remember that or not? No. Not. Oh uh, yeah, there were like there were two other bikes that the, the that that not not Ichigo and Nigo's bikes, but there were two other bikes. Okay. That were I I I, I just remember that because I was just like I was like really they're not going to get their bikes destroyed and ride out on like some like older motorcycles that would have been cool. <laughs> They got to work with the new bikes because that's what fits with them. To be, to be perfectly honest, other than the fight scenes, I don't remember much after the leg. <laughs> I remember quite a bit of the characters actually, you know, being characters. That was the one thing I was worried about, that they would just fast forward through a lot of the action and yeah. barely get through any actual development. But no, they, they did it surprisingly well. I thought mm. I was really invested in their character arcs and all that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I was surprised because I, I, I wasn't expecting that with a movie, but yeah, I, I felt a lot of that for their characters. Yeah. It's, it's, especially the lead, the lead actress. My, my gosh. I, yeah, she, I, I, I was I just, very, I just, I, yeah. I was surprised when they killed her off because of how much development they'd given her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, right? I thought she would survive at all, especially since, you know, their Shin Karma was doing a crossover with Shin Chan, and yeah. I thought it would be like, oh, that's how they all live happy ever after, but nope. Nope. Oh, I, I kind of had a hunch that the whole cast wasn't staying intact by the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and usually when I usually when I see a woman in, in Kamen Rider, I go up oh, I'm gonna say my condolences. <laughs> well, hey, Poppy's survived. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, based on like some of the original stuff, like Ruriko or Rurika, I forget which Ruriko. Ruriko. Uh, I know she normally survives in the um, from the original series and the manga, but Ichigo in the manga. The same thing, essentially the same thing happens in the movie, well, uh, that he dies in the manga, but, well, not technically dies. His brain survives, and, yeah. he's, connected, and he's connected to <laughs> Nigo through through his brain being uh, still alive in a tank. Yeah, and, and that's where the uh, <laughs> feeling what he feels and knowing what he thinks and stuff like that comes from. Is that's that that actually that actually happens in the uh, in the manga? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, that, I did not know. I thought that was just a brand new ending that they thought of. Yeah, they, yeah. no, that is brain? that is from that is from 1971. Uh, the original Kamen Rider manga came out basically alongside the show as it aired, so it's not one for one exactly the same, but it it's supposed to kind of supplement the uh, the original Tokusatsu show a little. Ah, alright, that's that's fascinating. So yeah, he, he does becomes mother brain. Yeah, he does <laughs> brain. <laughs> well, not anymore. Now now he's like AI feely wheely in the helmet. He's prana brain now. Prana brain. <laughs> he's prana brain. <laughs> he's the he's the voice of reason telling Ichimanji he should get the fries with his combo meal. He's Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> no, he's Jiminy Ben Abbey. He's, he, he's Hal from 2001 A Space Odyssey. Uh, he's not that evil. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> I was just I, I was just kind of like, man, I'm just thinking Mr. Belch, Shinosuke! <laughs> Essentially. That's, the, that's <laughs> the real origin of Mr. Belch. He was actually originally Ichigo. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it all makes sense now. <laughs> now, there was one thing I have seen a lot of people complain about, but the, the, a lot of these were ones who have never seen Kamen Rider, or at least the original, was the <laughs> fact that everyone dissolved into bubbles, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, yes. well, and with I, I knew about that well, but them trying to explain, oh, that's their way of self-destructing. Okay, that, that sounds pretty plausible. Mm-hmm. That leaves no trace, that leaves no explosion, that leaves no little gas pockets they could possibly people could possibly find and trace them back. I thought it was a really interesting idea and way to go with the self-destruct feature. Instead I'll, I'll of just say that, blowing I'll up. Say, I mean, I, I get that. Like, honestly, if you're thinking about um, it all being science and stuff, and if something some somebody dies, like you don't want some, your technology technology like you know your research being left behind for somebody else to copy. So why not yeah, build in a exactly safe? like in the original show? Uh, they do do the foam thing, and then they kind of start exploding when it stops being so experimental. Yeah. Um, but uh, back when they were supposed to be all cyborgs and mechanical and stuff like that, it definitely would have made more sense. I like that Shin Kamen Rider stayed consistent with it, because if you watch the other uh, reboot movie, the first, they uh, do yeah. it once as like a like gimmicky like Easter egg, and then no one else does that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that happened in the first uh, I watched the first the night before I went to go see Shin Kamen Rider. Ah, I, watched- I rewatched it. <laughs> yeah, I only watched a years a few years ago, and I mean, I enjoyed both. I enjoyed both re- remakes of of it, and it's so interesting to see the difference between the original series, the manga, Kamen Rider the first, and Shin Kamen Rider. Yes, <laughs> it's interesting to see how Ishinomori took his own thing and made it two different things, uh, and it's interesting to see how Inoue rebooted it and how uh, Ano has rebooted it for right. sure. It's interesting that um, that it's like uh, was it Ishinomori? He directed an episode of the original series, and it's like one of the very most different episodes of the original it is, series. It is like it is absolutely one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> so, any any more thoughts on uh, any anything else you guys want to discuss about the movie? Well, I enjoyed. Um, I know we only talked about a little bit. I I enjoyed Ichigo's actor and like Ichigo. I N- Nigo was more of was more of the highlight, but I did like Ichigo and his arc and how he was a bit different than how he was similar and different than how the others portrayed him. Yeah. I, I liked him too, but yeah, Nigo I just liked a little bit more, but he was he was he was fun in his own way. I really liked that um Hongo was portrayed as someone who was desperately trying to cling on to his humanity. Um and you could even see that through how, like, the actor was like would like shake every time he was holding his helmet and stuff like that. All right, like he doesn't want to be like this horrible, violent, like killer that he is when he's like you know punching out like shocker combat men. Um, I really liked that because it's something that in like the original they play with it a little bit and then it becomes stale, so they stop. Ah. Um. Yeah, it becomes stale and then fused with the fact that Fujioka bro- broke his leg um, and stopped being in the show, and then they brought in Hayato. Um, 
like that also is a huge part of it but i really enjoyed the fact that they actually took it and they like really went with it i I did enjoy that about him and i'll be honest with you just makes me think like what would have happened with common rider in general if, if he didn't break his leg Absolutely. And the thing is, is that Hayato was like literally written to fill the common Rider role so they could keep the show going. Um, and even the actor for the original role was like for Hayato was like, I'm only here to do this. And when I'm done, I'm gone. And he still <laughs> keeps coming back. He has a he has a restaurant now and it's entirely themed around the fact that he was Hayato. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would also. Oh, sorry. I heard that um, the reason he doesn't come back um, to acting as much as he'd like to is that um, I heard he actually saved people from a burning building and got hurt when while doing so. So, so I believe it was in the 80s. He and his wife at the time came home from drinking. And in the midst of that, uh, a stove was left on and their home caught fire. Mm. And so he... Like, they had to get, like, the kids out because when he started filming, like, original Kamen Rider, like, the very first one, when he shows up, uh, he already had kids. <laughs> mm. He was already married and had kids. He was not a single man. Um, yes. So, uh, he helped his kids and stuff get out, but he suffered a lot of burns, especially to his face, and he disappeared from the public eye for years, did a lot of odd jobs, and, um... You know, there was a point where people would recognize him through, like, you know, the facial, like, burns and stuff like that. He had a lot of surgeries done, but, you know, he, he's still looking, he's looks, he looks a lot better. I, you, you know, if you looked at him now and, you know, you didn't know that he, like, went through all of that, um, you would never know. Because I think he recovered from it really well. Yeah. That's good. That, that makes sense. That is good, yeah. yeah and he, uh, he does, uh... The only things that he's really done for Ryder is he'll do, like, some guest appearances, and um, he will uh, he, he'll sometimes do voice acting for uh, Ryder 2, uh, but he only does, like, theater stuff now. Um, so he closes, like, his restaurant down for, like, one day a week so he can do theater stuff. But also I think a lot of it, too, is that he's admitted that he's getting older and he can't keep up with it. That makes perfect sense. Right? I mean, it is, has been 50 years, so... Absolutely. Like, these actors are in their uh, early to mid-70s now, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, they could, but they could still at least pull up for a few cameos here and there for a little uh, henshin pose and all that, like they did with uh, Zaycross and all that for the show. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't <laughs> cross over. I still need to watch that. <laughs> it, it's really, really fun. Um, Nexus, so you were going to say something. Did you, did you, did you want to? Uh, yeah. Um, ah, let's see. Uh, one of the other cool facts I thought was really, really interesting was all the markings that they get when they change and act their, their Prada, the, and the whole energy and all that, and how their face, facial features change and alter to a little bit. I thought that was a really interesting idea and take that they literally do take the aspects of the said creatures that are fused with. Because if you look at his hands when he takes off the gloves, you see the grasshopper little, like, jump spikes on his arms and hands. And I thought that was very fascinating. Yeah, I love the the mutant approach that they went with for the augmentation. I still can't get over the fact that uh, the, the... 
the new writer and all that for the movie and all that, I forget his name, but him getting that monarch butterfly um, proboscis snout and everything and on his forehead, just like, don't stick that in my head. Please don't. <laughs> it's, um... I don't want to get, I, I don't want to get brain sucked so I can start shit troopers. <laughs> <laughs> His name is uh, Common Rider Rago. It's num- like number zero. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it'd be I thought it'd be Zerico or something like that. Ray but, is yeah. Japanese for zero. Ah, one okay, the, okay. One of them. <laughs> uh, also, the fact that each of, of some of the fights and how you see their prada and all that, like with Spider, he gets more legs and can shoot web. Well, more arms, I should say, and shoot webs. But the Wasp was probably the more fascinating one because she had kind of like a. Um, solo panel-esque, like, design for her suit that allows her to move super fast, and that was really fascinating to watch, of how it just glowed and shimmered. Oh, yeah, I loved her suit. I loved, like, she... Not only did I love her acting, I thought she was, like, the best... Like, she was my favorite design, and and everything involved with her. I thought, like, that her the, the story with everybody, like, it was just... Yeah, if, 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 if they didn't kill her, she, she probably would have actually... Help to join them. That would been a very interesting idea. You could get a like a semi commer, not semi a semi tackle person in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> so Hiromi in the original show is actually one of Ruriko's friends from school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where that's where that connection comes in. The B woman in the original is not Hiromi. It's just a random lady. Yeah. Um, uh, but you always got to have the bee woman in because it's the iconic first female villain that yeah. Showa Rider yeah. ever has. Uh, Hiromi does die in the manga, though. Mm-hmm. Well, she uh-huh. she is she is actually killed by the bat, uh-huh. the, bat the Batman. Yes. Well, speaking of the bat, his idea of bringing all those like <laughs> what were they all clones of the same girl of the main heroine? That was just so fucking creepy. That was one of those things where I was like, oh yeah, this was made by Anno. <laughs> this is this this is an Anno movie. That's the Ray. But yeah. but the death but his death from the Ryder Cake was still fascinating. Just yeah. a foot imprint into the back, just ugh. Oh, that, that that is also one thing I I really enjoyed how all the Ryder Cakes were so goddamn brutal. Mm-hmm. They were brutal because, like, otherwise, like in Rider, like they're kind of cheesy looking. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> so so I'm, I'm glad that so they, I'm glad that they kept the tone of make giving it impact instead of just being like, here's the suit actor on a line, like getting like lowered down as we put effects over them. <laughs> yeah, let's do a simple soft touch kick and let him go flying and explode in pieces. On the TV show, they got to keep it family friendly, mm-hmm. yeah, whereas, they, yeah. whereas they can apply they can imply a bit more violence in the film. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. But, but I will say, probably my only disappointment, at least one time, I would like them here say writer kick. I thought that was going to happen in the tunnel scene at least mm-hmm. once, but no. And I was like, oh, at least I, at least they said henshin. Well, I, <laughs> I knew they were going to save henshin for. For Ichimanji because he yeah, was the trailer first one shit. that said it. Yeah, and he yes. and it, it was in the trailer as well. Um, the one thing I liked was that they went differently with uh, Rurika and Ichimo- and um, Ichigo in the beginning because normally she sees 
her father in his arms and thinks that he killed him and she's against him. But so. yeah, then then it's revealed she's practically an AI living computer. I was like, okay, that's a little bit more fascinating. Yeah, that's I'm, a I'm new take on the character. Di- yeah, I'm glad they went differently with this one. I like the I like the new aspects they added to it. She was probably like my my favorite character of the entire movie. I thought she was portrayed and done and acted really well done given what she was given. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. She's probably she's probably like the one character that really made me cry <laughs> that same, whole time. Same. That but whole the movie. Moment, <laughs> that, the moment she died, I was like, oh, that mantis Liz- chameleon motherfucker. I cannot wait for you to die. And it was oh, it was it was the will. It was the will that got me. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 And that, was, that was another thing that they combined two two old enemies into one as the chameleon mantis. That, that was a really fascinating idea. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. that That's new. Well, that's going to be a toy. <laughs> yeah, they had to, they had to wedge in that, that, that subtle, uh, Gale shocker reference, even yeah. if that wasn't specifically a Gale shocker monster. Right. Yeah. But it was so fun to see. Yes, absolutely. I'm surprised we didn't get Ambassador Ambassador Hell in the giant crab outfit. Oh uh, no, I, I would have preferred Star. I would have loved if Starfish Hitler popped up and said, that "It's more than time." That that's X. That's X. There's no Starfish Hitler in OG Rider. You're gonna have to get. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna have to get Shin Jin Keisuke first. Yes. Uh, tomato potato. Shin, whatever. Shin Keisuke. <laughs> If they ever actually do that and actually make it Shin Connor X, they're going to have to heavily change that Starfish Hitler thing so much if they ever <laughs> did decide to add it. You know, I'm going to be real. That's not the only one they're going to have to change. You mean Scorpion there was, Geronimo? There, yeah, there was Scorpion oh. Geronimo there twice. <laughs> oh, There was Scorpion Geronimo who wanted revenge for uh, the Indians, and then there was Scorpion Geronimo Jr. who wanted revenge for Scorpion Geronimo. <laughs> you only hear about Starfish Hitler, not the other problem. Exactly. Scorpion I, Geronimo, I genuinely think, is the worst one because Starfish Hitler was always supposed to be a villain. Like, it's Hitler. You're going to beat him up. You might yeah. as well make fun of him. All very right. True, but when, when, they, when they were like, here are Native Americans, like a portrayal of Native Americans as hostile and savage, I was like, hmm, no, that one's, that one's not it. And that's actually a problem that... Um, Showa Tokusatsu has a lot of because a lot of how they learned about like cowboys and Indian type stuff is from American Westerns. Yeah. We 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 apologize for that stuff. <laughs> Another little cool thing that I thought of I, I remember was the change of shocker from this evil terrorist world organization to a cult. They're basically a representation of the science happy cult in Japan. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because just the idea of everything's happy, everything's all good, because we get to do what we can and we're free is just, and their mind control methods are literally one-to-one to sappy, happy science and all that, and I was just baffled that they would go that route because of how you know, semi-influential they kind of are in Japan, but they're not to the point of, you know, they're going to take over the entire country, but they're enough prominent figures for them to be recognized. 
I mean, Common Rider has uh, also executed a guy that was supposed to be Shinzo Abe in a show. <laughs> right, right before I think he got assassinated. <laughs> like right around oh. the time Shinzo Abe got assassinated, uh, Black Sun came out. Oh, yeah, and there is a character who is very much supposed to be Shinzo Abe. Uh, yeah, he gets he gets brutally murdered in the end. Uh, <laughs> God, if that, so, uh, if, that yeah. if that happened in America with. Uh... Uh, JF Kennedy was like, hey, we're going to make this fun little comedy where he gets shot, and then it actually happens. They they would be sued out their ass. <laughs> yeah. But right. Japan is different, so they, they can usually sometimes take the punches. <laughs> no pun intended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I was also very surprised of all the bike action, because I know that's usually prominent with all show, but I still thought they would still, like, you know, not show as much as I thought it was. And we're not used the to fact- bike action in Common Rider. We're not used to bikes! We're not used to bikes! The fact that it was practically sentient, because if you looked on some of the walking scenes, it followed behind yes! both Yes! I, I loved that, that it was a friend. <laughs> With how little in the way of bike scenes we get in modern Common Rider, at some point they're going to have to change it to Common Walker. <laughs> In the eyes of a stranger. <laughs> yeah. But I, I will say it's probably my favorite version of the original bike, only cut, followed up by the powered up version from the Ghost movie. Mm. Those are probably my two mm. favorite versions of the original Cyclone. Because they, they just look so cool. They they feel like you have the speed. And once he pulls the tri- the handles down to change, and you, I literally feel like you would probably get like, uh, mock speed backlash from that if you try to drive that yourself. What you didn't oh, yeah. feel the power of the wind when in the original in from the original series with that backdrop and the and the yeah and the and the, and the old <laughs> special effects hitting you? What? <laughs> no, no, no. That, that stuff felt more like a light breeze than an actual <laughs> power tornado thing. And the, I mean, the fact- if, if you're if you're drunk enough, it's a hurricane. True. <laughs> True. Or or enough LSD. <sighs> I, I didn't realize until I saw the movie the the green half of Common Rider Double is uh, a reference to Common Rider Ichigo, isn't it? Because yeah. the whole cyclone thing. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I will also say the idea with the life force prana thing as well for mm. the whole basis of their powers mm. wasn't actually wasn't actually really good take and has like a unique way of spin of like the modern day version of. Chi and uh, all that other stuff, and yeah. how it flows in the belts, and then they have a little bun to just expel it. I thought that was so fascinating to see, in effect wise. Yeah, that was really unique. Um, what did you guys think? I know, I know that they didn't have the biggest biggest role, but what did you guys think of? Uh, I'm blanking on the second guy's name, but uh, Tachibana was that Tachibana it? and Taki? Uh, yeah, I thought they were going to be like. Secret at shockers just want to get rid of them and take over. I thought they were going to go that route that they're they're still evil jerks, but no, they they are just here to just stop shocker overall, and that's about it. I I thought it was going to get a lot worse. I kind of could smell out that the guy that was Shin Ultraman was going to be like part of like some higher organization, like FBI or something, and I was like, oh, I bet one of them is Taki. I bet that guy's Taki because he's like he's he gives me the Taki vibes. 
Uh, I forgot Tachibana existed, so um, when the other guy introduced himself as Tachibana, I was like, oh, you poor soul. <laughs> they, want, they, want, they, they want you to be the pops. <laughs> He's been with Seven Riders. How do you forget him? <laughs> yeah, well, listen, I, I haven't, I, I've, been, I've been Ultraman brain for a bit, so... <laughs> He was in the first <laughs> Ultraman series too. The actor, at least. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, the actor. He's a. He appeared in. He does an episode in Q. He does all of the OG Ultraman, and then yeah. he is in an episode of Seven of uh, Return of Ultraman and an episode of Ace. Nice. Yes. Yes, he's an Ace. As well as the um, Mega Battle Galaxy with when Zero first appeared. He is. Yeah, he and the original original Ultra Seven actor were both in that movie. That's interesting because the actor died in the nineties. Right. Oh, <laughs> oh, then I don't know what the heck I was. Who are you talking about? Might be someone. Apparently, a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> or they reused old footage. Or they reused his corpse. <laughs> it's, just, it, it's Japan. You know, you know, up. if he's if he's made it to the mid two thousands to be in an Ultraman Zero movie, uh, but I'm impressed that he's held up that well for a decade, being dead and cremated. <laughs> oh, it's Japan. They got ghosts out the ass. They can they can revive the dead, and it's fine. Well, re- realistically, realistically though, if it was mid two thousands, they might have just repurposed some old footage of him. That's plausible. I could just be fully wrong. I, I thought that was the original Ultraman actor. Oh, no, we were talking oh, about... Oh, no, Tachi- no, yeah, no we're, we're talking about Tachibana's actor, who was in the original yeah. Ultraman series. Yeah, Tachibana's actor plays Captain Muramatsu in uh, the original Ultraman. Oh, okay. you're probably You're probably talking about Shin Hayata's actor. Yeah, probably. Mostly. Yeah, he, okay, he okay. he's still alive. alive. He's still alive. <laughs> he is still he is still alive. I promise you that. If anyone else is here, he's still alive. I'm not spreading misinformation. <laughs> Comments tell tell them how bad they've messed up. Tell them how bad they messed up the timeline. <laughs> I've killed Shinhayata in the nineties. I'm sorry. <laughs> now I've got now I've got the song from Portal stuck in my head. <laughs> you know, I've heard of Common Rider Ghost, but I didn't know there was Ultraman Ghost. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have Ultraman X and Common Rider X, so anything is possible. I, mean, I, I gotta finish watching Ultraman X. It was my first Ultraman series that I fully sat down and watched. I thought it was pretty fascinating. It wasn't my first Ultraman, but it was the first one that I was old enough to realize what I was watching. So. Because I actually, my first Ultraman, without me realizing it, was actually the original Ultraman because it got a it got a English dub back when I was a kid. Yeah, and I, I think I might saw clips of stuff like that. Tiga empowered, but I don't remember much. I just knew that Ultraman was just as old as Godzilla. That's the I, only thing that I remembered. I only remember Ultraman the commercials of Ultraman Tiga during like Foxbox mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, my first ever encounter with Ultraman was being at a Suncoast movies in like the late 2000s. And I was like really into Tezuka and Astro Boy at the time. And my dad found uh, one of the, the Mill Creek Blu ray sets, or not Blu ray, there was no Blu ray then. Uh, um, <laughs> DVD sets. There we go. That's more like it. Um, and it was Ultraman. 
And he, he picks it up and he goes, you see this? This was my Astro Boy. As if Astro Boy was like brand new and I just like got into it because it was new. <laughs> and that was my first encounter with Ultraman. I didn't touch I it for like a decade and a half after. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say VHS. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't a VHS. It was actually a DVD of the whole thing. And now I have to go get it because I, I do want like the original English dub. Uh, no matter how like racist sounding it is, <laughs> I used to have a, a a DVD copy that I'd gotten from Target because Target had a DVD box of the original English dub of Ultraman for like five bucks. I don't know whatever happened to my box set though; like uh, it just sort of disappeared in one of my moves. Huh. Mm. Yeah, I, I've been finding a lot of people selling it for pretty cheap on Mercari, so I'm not too worried about it being hard to find. Yeah, everyone, it, it was, everyone wants to get rid of it. <laughs> Well, it was a, it was a really bad dub. <laughs> oh, it was, but I was, love I love bad dubs, so it's all it's entirely up my alley. Oh, <laughs> the original the original Ultraman on top of being a, a a rough dub, the special effects have not aged as gracefully as you might expect from an Ultraman show. One of the, <laughs> one of the Balton, the first scene with Balton, it is actually, mm. I was very amazed that they were able to pull something off like that in the 60s. That's true. That's but true. Some of the, but yeah, some of the other stuff isn't as great, but some stuff is, was pretty revolutionary at the time, so. Because at least, at least with modern day stuff, I kind of consider Ultraman the gold standard of kaiju battle stuff. They do it better than pretty much any other Toku. Usually. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I still gotta go watch my first Ultraman. He will. I could start X. I could start X over, and we could watch that together. I actually, uh, I'm I'm, only... I've, I've got one in mind that I want to go watch, but I'll, I've we got well, the the Blu-ray. So, what one are you thinking? Was, was it? Is it R and B? Rube. Yeah. Rube. Yeah. Oh, definitely let me know when you're going to start that because that was actually next up on my list and I have the Blu-ray of it too. We have the Blu-ray of that and I actually recently got X in because um, some of these DV Ultraman Blu-rays are like seven ninety nine, eight ninety nine 99 on Amazon right now. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, they're real yeah. cheap. I, I, ha- I have both X and Rube. I want to finish X, but Rube is supposed to be my next one to start. I'm still, waiting, so. for, I'm still waiting for Zet to get a Blu-ray release in, in, right? in the West. That should be soon. I, I have all the show us stuff. <laughs> I have all the show us stuff. <laughs> we're, we're, almost, we're almost done watching through it, too. <laughs> That's my exact HR lady. <laughs> am, am, am I not the oldest person on this podcast for once? I don't know how old are you. I am 40. Holy oh, shit, yes. yeah, you're the oldest person, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. She I'm just still likes the old stuff. <laughs> I, I, I really, I love Showa era, so. I'm better for the new shiny stuff. I like, I like when there's like no technology and they're making everything with like craft paper and a dream. And toys. <laughs> and, and toys. I, I just remember. Like it. I, I, just I don't remember. quite like it that old school, but I, I prefer that they not heavily use CGI. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of CGI and Toku. I got used to it. It's not that big of a problem for me. As long as the story and characters and the action is good enough, I'm I'm fine with CG. I accept I'm, I'm bad with CGI. CGI. I accept bad CGI solely for the fact that it could have been miniatures. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been bad miniatures instead. 
it could have it could have been a, a miniature truck rolling into into the uh, the waterways instead of uh, you know whatever else they chose to do with it. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I really like the rubber suit monsters and the rubber suit megazords. You know, I'm I'm with he, um, Nexus. I, I like the characters, the story. That's that's what really matters to me. But I will say that that I can't compl- like I can't really complain about Common Rider or Japanese. Um, uh, CGI after what we watched in Power Rangers in April with uh, or Marvel or DC. No, no, no. I was just specifically saying um, the Megazord, the Megazord and the, the Power Rangers Megazord and uh, always. once and always. I still have yet to see it. No, oh, that's okay. That, that's okay. You want to you want to know what will really make you appreciate Common Rider CGI? The Flash. <laughs> no, I I would probably say the Justice League would make you appreciate. Oh no, the the the, the Flash movie, the CGI is laughably bad. Like even more it's so than the, even more so than the CGI mustache. Yes. Okay. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's it, it's real bad. Real, I mean, real bad. I didn't even try to see it because I don't want, even want to touch that movie because of you know. Arizona and all that. Well, yeah. there's there, there's 200 other people involved in that production that also make money off of it. I I, I can tolerate him, and I'm a humongous Flash fan. So, okay. um, the worst Flash. <clears throat> What's that? Nothing. Nothing. Like worst Flash <laughs> or something like that. Um, but well, see, well, Ezra is the worst Flash, but at least at least it's still a Flash movie. Um. <laughs> But I watch with CGI. Like I watched the uh, was it the third season of Garo, which heavily used CGI. I love. It's like one of my favorite series, but, but it does look like a PS2 game at times. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just gonna throw it out there. You guys know we've just started a completely second podcast, right? Yes. <laughs> and uh, we, us digress on a podcast. Never. <laughs> we uh, somehow wrote. We took the cyclone and drove away. Drove to Ultraman and other Toku and CGI. I, I can put it. I can put it back on track though. Speaking of bad CGI, Batman. <laughs> I, mean, I tolerate. I was fine with it. I was like, ah, eh, this is fine. He's gonna die. It's gonna be funny. And it was. It looked, it looked like a meme face photoshopped on a drone. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was probably the worst of. It was probably some really. It was really some bad CGI, as it's far right. as that whole whole movie I goes. Th- I think what it made what made it really frustrating is the movie in general doesn't really have CGI issues, but that one monster and the the subsequent fight scene with it was just so jarringly bad compared to the rest of the movie. I'm so- in terms I always- of. In terms of the effects, I always ask people this: Did anyone else watch the version of Shin Kamen Rider where at least twice in the movie there were just giant Tetris blocks made out of destroyed cars that dropped down into the road in front of Hongo? I don't <laughs> remember. I? Because it happens in the beginning, in the beginning chase scene, and it happens in the tunnel scene, and I'm starting to think I hallucinated it. Because it looks, it looks really bad. <laughs> I remember it looks really bad. We'll let you know. I'm pretty well, I'm, sure there was a. I'm pretty I'm sure there was a Tetris marathon and some LSD involved there. I, <laughs> I swear, I was. I swear, I was completely sober when I saw this movie too. Like, 
<laughs> but uh, uh, okay, so July twenty first, uh, you guys will have to go and make sure that I did not hallucinate that. At least in the beginning, I remember it in the beginning. All right, but it was also in the tunnel scene when he's facing the Shocker Riders. It was like a wall, like it was like a giant block made out of cars all crushed together, and they just kind of formed down into his way. <laughs> did you by any chance also hear the Tetris theme playing while you watched this? I, I did not hear Kurobishka, but... Um... <laughs> But uh, and that's that's rare because usually I do hear it in my brain. <laughs> in my brain. That's okay. That's okay. My brain currently has a mix between the Tetris theme and Barbie Girl. Poppy Girl now. Poppy Girl. Poppy Girl. <laughs> you know, we could probably. I wonder. How, we 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 can write a parody song, right? Make. I mean, we got, I mean, AI's already gained that, so why not? <laughs> I'd rather make the lyrics myself, not use AI. Oh, come on. Chat GBT's fine. It's fine, uh, but it's, you know, it's fine to talk to, but I could write it myself, just like my Rider Man parody of Spider-Man that I'm working on. Well, let's not go down the, the, uh, the, the uh, dark path of, a, of an AI podcast. That's Let's only talk about the only AI we should talk about is K and the ones that were in the movie. <laughs> I'd smash. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the the moment when the credits were rolling and all that, and the they played both the new and old version of "Let's Go Rider Kick," I was sitting along with that with my friend. Nice. <laughs> was nice. I was like, I can't, I, I couldn't stop. I, had, I was like, I had to, I have to see it. I had to see it, and I did. I was the only one who seen it. Was anyone else disappointed? There wasn't something else at the end. I know we waited. I, yeah. I, I, I was kind of hoping for like a end cr- special end credit scene of like, oh, maybe we'll tease the next Shin Kamara if you if you support enough. But no, it, it just played the original. The original video of that of the Let's Go Rider kick. I was waiting for the Shin Avengers to come. You know that Ultra that Shin Ultraman's host was there to meet up to team up with the Evangelion and Godzilla. <laughs> um, the uh, the Shin Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I'm still waiting for Shin Super Sentai. We we got that with we, with them combining to one giant robot. Yeah, we did get it. The, the the Shin Super Sentai were the Shin movies we made along the way. <laughs> All joking aside, though, I do have to wonder if they'll do something with like Go Ranger. Probably at this point. He's a big he's a big Toku f- fanboy, so I can't imagine him wanting to stop just at the ones he's done. Mm-hmm. Oh oh god! Just just imagine if he tried to do one with uh, Shin Amazon. I mean, How we could be more brutal. If, if we get another, if we get another Shin Common Rider, I would really like to see stronger. And I have, a, I have a specific. Well, I have two reasons for that, but one of them doesn't involve tackle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I always wanted to see that suit remade with modern technology. He would look, because go ahead. He would look really well done in modern technology. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think that'd be a very fascinating suit, and 
series to go with. I would also even go say with Shin, Shin Kuga. That'd be a pretty interesting idea. Yeah, yeah. I know it's not that old, but at the same time, the CG in Kuga is pretty bad too. I just always thought was stronger. That was a because I, I I never got around to finishing stronger. But what I watched it, I really liked. And the one thing that always struck me is it was a really good show with a really ridiculous looking suit because they just didn't have the ability to properly execute it at the time. Yeah, and he always so, has a yeah. smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> just because but, of how part of it goes. But he didn't even play any football. But bright side, if they don't make a Shin stronger, they could make a another version like Black Sun and Amazons and make stronger that the next step for that. That would be I I think they stronger should... as a as a TV show like they did Amazons. I could see something like that. They could yeah. make a Shin Super One and actually make a Super One I enjoy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shade with a with an actor who isn't bones in a cave somewhere because he's been missing for like a decade. Well, that's why you don't piss off the Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but let's be perfectly honest, what we really need is Shin Forze. Because we need, we need that level of ultraviolence killing them with friendship. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's enough violence as it is. <laughs> my friends are my power. Boom. All in your chest. Blood everywhere. <laughs> my friends are too much power. This is the true power of friendship. <laughs> Mass murder. <laughs> the kingdom hearts to the extreme. Ah, uh, yes. The light and the darkness. <laughs> just be, just be 90s, Forze. Add a few pouches and you're there. Pretty much. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And since we're since we're already on weird topics and everything and all that, I would also say that the ending with you know we we know Ichigo dies and his soul is now in the helmet and they're riding off together. But them incorporating both designs into this new version for, of Common Rider at the end of the movie, I thought mm-hmm. it was really fascinating. It's like, oh yeah, he's the new Ichigo now. I and I thought that's the official name. It looks like online says it's like Common Rider two plus one. I don't know. It's two and one or something like that. So it's Common Rider three. <laughs> <laughs> they've become V three together. Sounds yeah. to me like they... Common Rider. Sounds to me like Common Rider algebra. <laughs> <laughs> Throw X but... in. We we need X for that. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless oh, um, him being like I'm just going to clean up shocker and then writing off whatever happens happens I thought it was a really fat, good ending just as a little like commemorating of hey he probably is still out there fine shocker and all that so we just don't know it yeah I want I want to make Common Rider Pi now using that's okay, pie. Th- th- that's okay. I-, I just had the perfect lead into my to my Shin Stronger movie mm-hmm so, so, so Ichigo's soul or brain or whatever is trapped in the helmet, right? Yeah. You just you just give that to to whoever's going to be Common Rider stronger, and you can have Shin stronger. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. 
They're supposed to be a Kabuto beetle, not a grasshopper. Yeah, Danny Sex are all the same. Listen, he was supposed to also play football, but we don't see that either. <laughs> I mean, that's what the shoulder pads are for. Yeah, he's a football player. Oh, wow. An American yeah, I thought football it was a- player. No, no, it has to be, it, ha- it has to be based off Shogi. We all know that's the ultimate thing. <laughs> oh boy! Mm. Overall, I I would definitely say Conor- Shin Conroe is definitely a movie for not just Tokyo fans to watch, but many other people, especially action movie lovers, because it's a really fascinating experience, and yeah. it would also give it an insight for those who don't know what's what, because I've seen so many React videos like, oh, it's Power Rangers! And I just wanted to see them... I just want to see them watch that full movie and be amazed and be like, okay, nope, I, I want to see more of this. Well, that could be a good segue for, like, the John Wick crowd to get the Toku. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Or the Fast and the Furious one. My, Josh said that when we were in the movie, he thought we were watching, went into that accidentally. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> And probably from early, maybe maybe like early, maybe Showa and Drive maybe but not everything else. And I it, was, it, it was this. it was it was missing a really key element of the Fast and Furious. Family? There was no family. Yeah, <laughs> family was the was the friends they made along the way. They're all in the helmet together. Wasn't what, wasn't the what, wasn't there a whole dad brother sister thing there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see so, so furious. It's good. It there were families. There were there was family in there. The whole Midori Kawa family was there, and they also all died. But you know, <laughs> see, if only Vin Diesel were there. If only Vin Diesel were there. They're in the helmet together. <laughs> they are in the helmet together. I just I just really really enjoyed it when Momotaros came in and said it's Morbin time, and he became a giant Godzilla. Oh that, that was such a fascinating moment. <laughs> Overall, I, I would definitely... I'm going to definitely buy this on Blu-ray. If there's some, like, special extras, special limited edition set, I'm still going to buy it like that. I hope it comes to Blu-ray. It did make, yeah. me, want, it did make me want to see Shin Ultraman, so... I mean, it... It's uh, already, I it, love Shin Ultraman. It, it was a fascinating it? retelling. And the it, fact that it's already getting a DVD release, and it's already on Crunchyroll, I, I say it's highly likely it will get the same treatment. Oh, is Shin Ultraman on Crunchyroll? Yeah. Oh, I oh, didn't know that. Yeah. I okay. I heard that the uh, the Blu-ray release did have faulty subtitles, so I would say stream it for now until a newer version of the uh, the disc release huh? comes out. Yeah. I've got the video. So it, 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 looks like, it looks like they uh, confused closed captions. Um, with actual subtitles, so there's oh. like actual closed captioning mixed in with the subs. Yeah, oh yeah, oh. Isn't it? yeah. Isn't it? But but definitely definitely stream it if you can because you know if we kind of get pissed off enough about it, but still want to show we want to watch the movie, uh, they'll probably release another yeah another yeah. edition to appease us. Because I also heard that the uh, the streams the subs are better. Um, they don't have that issue, so. From what okay. I can tell, it, it looked fine. Same t- thing when I saw uh, Shin Godzilla in theaters. I thought the subtitles were all fine. Yeah, the movie, the actual movie, did the subtitles right. It was just the. the it was the home video release. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anybody else wants to give their uh, their final um, opinion on it? Sure. Ten out of ten. 
We'll buy on Blu-ray. Um, Please yeah, give me Ryder Power's Sugar Daddy. I really, I still really enjoyed it. Um, I think talking about it more just made me, even when I got home from it, and just made me enjoy it more. And I just, from the things I've said, like they did the characters well, the action was good. It only had like some scenes were a little much, or you know, but it still was like very interesting how they did their he did his own unique take on the original common rider story and even the ending of him riding off like into just riding off and still fighting shocker is like how some of the older common rider shows ended they just rode off and they're still fighting yeah yeah i i was a little more lukewarm on it but i'm also of the bunch of us probably the least big common rider fan mm-hmm. i enjoy, I, I enjoyed it but it just you know it was it was fun it was a fun watch I really enjoyed it. I felt it was a a really perfect marriage of the original show, the original manga, and Anno just wanting to do his own thing with it as well. Um, And I also really liked that a lot of friends that I had who don't watch Showa Toku the way I do or watch Showa Toku at all uh, still wanted to see it and walked out of it absolutely loving it and loving the characters. So I hope it kind of turns more people on to, like, wanting to see the original where the characters came from, especially because I feel like the the portrayal of some of the characters was pretty close to how they were originally portrayed. Yeah, I agree with that. As not to mention, if this can get even more Conrad fans worldwide, go for it. Oh, absolutely. I, I know that I think when it was announced, there was always a plan for an international release, especially for us to have it in theaters. So I'm really glad that it happens and it happens sooner rather than later, because the wait for Shin Ultraman was like twice as long as the wait for Shin Kamen Rider. It was. And, and, as well as Shin Godzilla. That was also pretty long, too, to get out. Yeah, like, I think I speculated based off of, like, the Shin Ultraman, like, between Shin Ultraman releasing and us actually getting to see Shin Ultraman, I thought we were going to get to see Shin Kamen Rider in a theater in November. So getting to see it in May after it came out in March was, like, awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is good. Yeah. And, um, a- and anything else? Because I'll give my final thoughts and... Well, honestly, uh, uh, just for those to- who prior tuning in the podcast... And just want to know our results. I, I would say show this to anyone who just likes action as well. It, even if they're a fan or not, even if they don't know anything, I would say show it to them and just let them just let them see how visually appealing it can be and how well this can be compared to Western media and Western movies. Especially maybe one. Just maybe warn them about the leg. I think personal experience plays a lot into that because if you've had a knee injury before, seeing the bat leg injury, you feel it. Oh yeah. I definitely. think I think that plays yeah. into a lot of that. So mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would definitely still say sh- show us as many people as possible, get this up because now that the fact that the one of the new like heads at Toei is trying to actually get more worldwide appeal for their the two franchises. This could this could help be that stepping stone for that. Yeah, um, I agree. Are you, and are I, you I talking? Will... Oh, sorry. No, no, go for it. Oh, I was going to say, are you talking about Shirakura because he was the one who uh, really did want to push for uh, Shin Kamen Rider being put in theaters for us? 
Yeah, yeah. He, he, he got yeah. promoted. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And, and he is wanting to push it more, not just to America, but he also says Southeast Asia, the Netherlands... Europe, Europe he, he's one. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Europe gets left out a lot. Europe mm-hmm. and uh, and other parts of like like sometimes Comrade Ruiz just ends up being Comrade in the United States. So seeing other countries that aren't just the United States, like Mexico, Canada, and like Europe and South America and stuff like that, seeing them all get like kind of like loop like put into the loop uh, would be fantastic for yeah. for Kamen Rider, especially mm-hmm. considering that at the moment Team Kamen Rider has been largely dead in the water. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm I'm really I'm really looking forward to seeing more out of out of we, it. We we all need jobs, Team Kamen Rider. If you want to hire some new people, yet mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, get get TV Neo on this and let them start subbing the releases. <laughs> well. And I will. I'm, I'm, I'll finish up here and say that. But first, just to bring the attention to Common Rider and other Toku, definitely check out um, Tubi because that's where I'm currently watching Common uh, Rider Ryuki and a lot of different Super Sentai. So if you and you're listening and don't know where to go, that's <laughs> the place to get you know get some new new old stuff, basically. Well, yeah. And in addition, in addition to that. If you are an Amazon Prime subscriber, Prime Video has an add-on that's like an extra three bucks a month that gets you Common Rider and Ultraman and a, a few other popular Japanese franchises that are a little bit harder to watch in the U.S. as well. So that's another alternative as well. I would also say on Twitch, Tokushoutsu is streaming many old seasons, many current seasons, Nearly 24-7 on there, so if you guys just, people just want to jump in, binge, and not worry about what you're watching, Twitch is, has you for that. Also, uh, Pluto TV also has a Toku Shouts, Toku Shouts is also on Pluto TV as well, doing the same thing. Uh, is uh, Con Rider still doing a YouTube channel? Because I know they were for a while where they were showing older stuff. They have They're, only the first few a- episodes of, of it. Yeah, there's okay. only like two, one, two episodes. I think Kuka just got third episode finally. Yeah, <laughs> and lots of places to watch. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of places to watch. Most of them are free, with the exception of the the few extra do- few dollars for our, um, on Amazon. That's your, and your and Crunchyroll, there are some yeah. Ultraman and stuff on Crunchyroll as well. Yeah. So, but you've got a you've got a few free free options and a few pay options. Just go check it out. Um, enjoy um my my last uh, my my opinion on the movie was it was it was pretty solid i i overall enjoyed it it's hard for me to really say like a number score because i'm still trying to figure out the number score in my head for final fantasy 16 but that's not for this podcast um <laughs> so with that being said um go ahead go and check it out um it, it was fun it was something different if you've never watched um Common Rider, if you have watched Common Rider, um, it's good. And it still is something different, even as a Common Rider fan. Um, it, 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 it was definitely a, a more ma- mature take than, than you might be used to. So, um, with that being said, thank you for listening. Um, check us out on, um, on social media and, uh, give us any feedback. Um, And what you'd like to hear from us next time. Uh, Thanks for joining us and uh, see you next time.